what people do, what I think is that when it comes to these like fraudsters, mm-hmm. is what they're really good at is to make you feel like you really trust them. Like mm-hmm. you get this like instant connection, you say. Sure. Yeah, because they adapt, like they look at you, see what you like, and then they adapt to become a person that you will like. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Vito Glazer's After Dark, live from the Soho House in West Hollywood, California. I'm here with an incredible guest. You probably recognize your face, but you might not be able to put your finger on where you know her from. This is the lovely Miss Pernilla Elizabeth from The Tinder Swindler. Pernilla, how does it feel to be in the Soho House tonight? Oh, it's feeling great. <laughs> it feels a little bit surreal, like even being here in L.A. and just... Yes, well, a lot of th- there's so much going on right now. So there is a lot going on. I know we've had a crazy day, and I'm so grateful to have you yeah. uh, spend a few minutes with me. I really want to uh, use your story to kind of help empower some people yeah. uh, because we're going to be reaching a lot of creatives, a lot of actresses, musicians, and people in this community uh, are regularly victims of fraud. Yeah. Because there's a lot of guys, and girls actually too, yeah. that use uh, their image or they use maybe their place in society to manipulate people to make them think yeah. they can give them an opportunity. And I think that's uh, part of the reason your story is so important. But right. before we get into that, I'd really love to know a little bit more about you because uh, I actually did, I, I don't watch a lot of movies, but yeah. I watched the Tinder Swindler the other night. And I have a couple questions yeah, about sure. how legit it is and what's going on with all of that. But uh, before that, I'd love to know, like, where are you from? You're not from L.A. No, I am from Stockholm in Sweden, yes. where so, I grew up. and Born and raised in Stockholm, Sweden. Born and raised. 100% and, Swede. 100% <laughs> Swedish. And go, going from Stockholm, basically, what's your background like? What did you do after high school? So I studied, and then I actually moved from home. I took mm-hmm. care of myself since the age of 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I used to work extra while studying as well. Mm-hmm. And then... I started to, like, save my money. I was working as a waitress, basically. Okay. I started to take my money, and then I started to invest them in real estate. Oh, wow. So I made, like, Simon took the last part, so I made quite good mm-hmm. money out of that. Like, mm-hmm. i always been, like, give me a 1,000 crowns. I will, like, flip it around. I will do something yeah. with it. Um, but then I went through a separation, mm-hmm. and then, you know, I was a little bit reckless with money. Mm-hmm. I was stupid, sorry, but by the age of 30. So mm-hmm. Simon basically took the last part, but I did make myself like a self-made millionaire at the age of 27. Self-made millionaire, yeah. age of 27, yeah. Stockholm, Sweden. And then where did you kind of go from there? Once, uh, Where are you living? Uh, uh, do you live in Europe, America? Uh, I live in uh, Europe right now, mm-hmm. so I'm between Spain and Marbella and mm-hmm. Stockholm, so I go between there. Well, it sounds like things are going okay. Those yeah. are not uh, places where people live. Uh, so, <laughs> so it's it's really cool. Um, how I guess how did you end up with this opportunity to make this film? Were you approached, or did you have to call a lot of companies to get that movie made? No. So we got it approached by an mm-hmm. agent from United Talents, okay. and then basically we were going from there, mm-hmm. and then I think we were in like nine different interviews with different studios. Okay. Uh, here in Hollywood. And UTA, I actually know United Talent Agency very yeah. well. They're a great, great company. Yeah, they're amazing. I, I love our agent there. So, do you want to shout them out? Yeah, <laughs> Addison, I love you. You are the best. <laughs> so we'll keep an eye out for yeah. Addison. She's, maybe we got to move her over to our team. Yeah. So, um, when it comes to uh, the, the film, how, did they hear about it through the news or how really like where did they even get wind of the story yeah they heard the news so like basically when all these happened Cecilia mm-hmm. had went to the newspaper mm-hmm. so I 
understood like when we were sitting up when I got the call mm-hmm. uh, and I just went to call him out to the entire world so okay. I literally forced them to make the article in an English version as well mm-hmm. and then me and Cecilia were sitting together and emailing this news outlet okay. to every news outlet mm-hmm. out in the world like anyone who wanted to show his face we were up for an interview so for those of you who follow me who know my press hacks that's what we would refer to as traditional pitching that's where you're basically you're taking a press release or you're taking yeah. an article and you're pitching it to every single person you can do that's a manual grind it's yeah. a lot of work. Yeah, it is a lot. It's a lot of work. We will yeah. look back in our emails. There, yes. it's like hundreds and hundreds mm-hmm. of emails. If only you had come across Glazer's Media sooner. Oh God, I wish I had. Uh, so, if you guys have a great story, you can either do it their way, the long way, or you can come to Glazer's Media. We'll pitch it for you. Uh, so, okay, so you pitched the story hundreds of times. How, yeah. how many weeks, months, years went into pitching the story? Uh, so we took a lot of time, and then it went yeah. viral. Right. I mean, we didn't have to do the work. Like right. after a couple of days, then it just like it was running. So. You sent a few hundred emails, yeah. and then a couple people picked it up, and yeah. then it went viral. For yeah, me. and then that is how United Talents picked it up. Okay, as well. so United Talents seen it. Uh, did you message United Talent, or did you? No, they reached out to us. Okay, so they seen you in the news. Then, how long did it take from the time United Talent uh, reached out to you to the time that it actually ended up on Netflix? Three years. Three years. Three years. And wow. I am so impressed with the people yeah. who made the movie and everything uh-huh. as well. We have to think that this was shot and yes. edited and everything during Corona. So right. people were literally making this movie yeah. from their house. Yeah, and you know, it's actually beautifully shot, but I produce a lot of films as yeah. well. And I was looking at it and I was like, wow, they really uh, they made this on like a budget. Like yeah, this was, uh, They did a really nice job of making it look expensive. Yeah, they made it really, really mm-hmm. well. Like how they filmed it and how yeah. like they, they produced it and everything. It was great. And then really quick, uh, and then I want to get into a little bit about maybe some things you could teach our audience about how to prevent the same situation happening to them. But how has appearing in your own Netflix documentary affected your life and the people around you? Well, for me, it came like a shock. I don't think I really understood what was going on until it actually aired. And I have Mm -hmm. no idea it was going to hit this big as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can remember, like, sitting in the cinema room, and I was thinking, like, I don't know what is weirdest, like, the thing that happened or this aftermath Mm -hmm. of it. But... My, like, general opinion, I mean, I am not from here, but I have been going to L.A. for a lot of years. Yeah. And it's like, here's a lot of, like, fake it till you make it. There mm-hmm. are so many fake mm-hmm. people here. Like, And what people do, what I think is that when it comes to these, like, fraudsters, mm-hmm. is what they're really good at is to make you feel like you really trust them. Like, mm-hmm. you get this, like, instant connection, you say. Sure. Yeah, because yeah. they adapt, like, they look at you, see what you like, and then mm-hmm. they adapt to become a person that you will like. Mm, that's interesting. So that actually brings me to uh, kind of a, can I ask you a tough question? Yeah, sure. Because so I work in the news business and I call it the news manufacturing mm-hmm. business. So we we make news. We make people newsworthy. Mm-hmm. When I initially watched the film, my first reaction is these are three girls and a guy who got together and decided they all wanted to be famous and came up with this amazing story and put it out there. And now they're all getting a lot of attention from it. What oh. do you think about my cynicism no that is absolutely crazy so the story is 100% real and mm-hmm. he's still wanted criminal I mean mm-hmm. he's wanted in seven countries mm-hmm. so he can't really leave Israel so wow. for me this was never about like mm-hmm. making this because it is I, I have to be honest before this happened to me I would look yeah. at people who got a defraud like why are you stupid why would you give you know right. anyone money or mm-hmm. anything this really was to help other people. Mm-hmm. I want to help people to not feel ashamed about getting defrauded mm-hmm. because it's so common. And mm-hmm. we have to remember as well, like suicide goes up with 25% when there is fraud mm-hmm. involved. So mm-hmm. 
And I wanted people to understand a background of what can really be going on yes. in the background as well. Well, yeah, because you, it is emotional abuse as well. Well, of course, yeah, it's, it it definitely sucks. And you know, like you said, like you look at these Nigerian scams and stuff yeah. where they say a prince is leaving you a fortune. And you're like, who falls for this? But then people actually. <laughs> I got that email the other day. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Yeah, no. you're like, I've already been there. I don't, I don't need the money that yeah. bad. Um, so, okay, just to proceed on, we have about five minutes uh, where I'd like to talk to you, maybe about two or three things that or insights that you can share with our audience uh, of what you would do differently and how you would identify somebody trying to defraud you. Let's say you're in Hollywood, you're an actress trying to get a movie role, um, you're a woman, uh, self-made woman, and you're going on these dates with guys in L.A. We're, we're, I'm talking about L.A. specifically yeah. or Miami. You know, these are mm-hmm. towns where, like, I feel that men and women uh, both take advantage of each other for yeah. what they can get. So what would you do differently, whether it's in the entertainment business, whether it's just on a dating app? Uh, how would you identify something that is a potential scam? And then what would you do to kind of get yourself out of that situation quickly? Well, it is very tricky. So, like, for example, I had an entire team going after me. Mm-hmm. Like, I had so many people, like, legitifying mm-hmm. the entire story. And I didn't meet everyone at once. Like, they came, like... Right. So. It is a tricky person because it's like saying, like, don't trust people. Right. And if, if we take away the trust, you know, where we, mm-hmm. where's the world heading then? So mm-hmm. I think what happened to me was very, like, spectacular in that way that they had so many people involved. But, of course, like, you should always be careful and a little bit thoughtful. Mm-hmm. But as well, you can't send out a private detective to every new person that you meet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I promise you, no one would meet me. I mean, I do. would send a, pri- a private detective on you before coming here. I, I do background check pretty much everybody I yeah. interact with. Yeah. So maybe that's just me being in L.A. for yeah. two Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe you better. Maybe <laughs> yeah. you should tell me how yes. to do this. <laughs> well, no, I was just wondering your yeah. insights. So, yes. Yeah, so so. I think you should always be a little bit more cautious. And yeah. I think this would not happen to me yeah. today. Um, but, I mean, like, I got it brainwashed. So my point of view with brainwash, for example, was that you have to be a weak person to get brainwashed, mm-hmm. but you don't have to. But it it is um, tricky. So maybe one of the insights we could share is don't share too much personal information about yeah. yourself to give somebody the ability yeah. to manipulate you with. Yeah, it, exactly. Right? Like, kind of play your cards yeah. until you really know. So what I have to learn is like not to be too nice. Mm-hmm. I ha- I think I also always had this like little bit of issue. Like I want everyone to be as happy as yes. I am. So I always yes. want to look after people. If people come yes. with problems, like I'm the friend that people call in mm-hmm. the middle of the night and just yes. if something has happened because. I'm a fixer and a doer. Like, mm-hmm. if you could suck in an island, like, you can't get out of there, you would call me, and I would get you out of there, you know? Well, so. yeah, apparently I've seen that on TV. Yeah. So, uh, so, um, was, my question, when you met Simon, he had, like, 100K followers. Yeah. Did you check his engagement rate? <laughs> I, followers real? To be honest, no. I wasn't yeah. that into Instagram yeah. at this point. Yeah. I mean, like, th- this happened to me... Four years ago, yeah. I met Simon. Okay. I I didn't really use yeah. Instagram that much. I feel like it's gotten bigger now. Yeah. So. I mean, like, now you understand it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, now I go in and I look how many people, like, on the comments, mm-hmm. like, what type of comments is it. Yes. I learned a lot throughout this experience, mm-hmm. so. So, uh, was he verified on Instagram? No, he wasn't. Well, that's why you shouldn't date on verified yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my tips. That's one of my tips. This is such an LA and Hollywood thing. Like, don't date. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, I joked around with my friend. He said, uh, well, he's like, why would you say that? And I said, well, at a minimum, the girl's got an ID. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's like, uh, that's that's at a minimum. Anyways, that's a bad Can I say something funny? Of course. So everyone can be like, oh, how could you believe that? How could you believe that was him? Yeah, yeah. I literally so, like, 
no news reporter ever have yeah. asked about my ID card. When okay. I sold my life rights, yeah. it was like Corona happened. Yeah. So normally, if you would sign in here, you go and like have someone to sign under that you were you. Right. But that couldn't happen. I was in Sweden. So no one never looked at my ID card. I literally sold my life rights without, no news reporter have ever looked it up. No one had never asked me. So yeah. I could have literally imagined you know, I could yeah. have just pretended. I sold, to, yeah, I, I, I could have been yeah. like someone else. Yes. And that so. is absolutely insane. And then people could come to you like, oh, how could you believe that he was him? I was like, yeah. as a passport, we were going yeah. on flights. Like, we were yeah. checking in hotels. They were like, welcome back, yeah. Mr. Levive, everywhere. Yeah. Wow. what It's so elaborate. To yeah. me, that's kind of like spending more time cheating on the test yeah. than just like studying for yeah. it. You know, uh, if I were him, I mean, with that intelligence and that level of being able to do that, I'm, he could have just... I don't know, come out to Hollywood and done what everybody else I mean, does, like, right? If, like, if he would yeah. have worked in sales, yeah. I mean, like, he would have been the best salesperson. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine him just selling cars. I mean, he could yeah. just sell you everything. And here's the reality of things is that a lot of really people who do that stuff, they yeah. just do it because they enjoy it. They do. They have some kind of um, sociopath or... Well, he is a narcissist, narcissist sociopath, yeah. and yeah. he's a very, very sick one. You can mm-hmm. feel like he have done, like, one interview for yeah. Insider Edition or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then you can just see him. It's like, this is very hard for me. Yeah. Because, like, these people love themselves. Yes. Like, he sees himself, like, smarter and better than yeah. everyone else. How do you feel about him being on Cameo? Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I hate, I hate Cameo. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? You can say whatever yeah, you want. Okay, yeah, okay, no, I hate yeah. them. So, I literally... Because yeah. they were trying to get us on as well. Yeah. So I freaked out in these, like, people. I, yeah. I think it's disgusting. I mean, you, this is not a normal, healthy person that right. has just done fraud. I mean, right. like, he's a sick person. He death threats yeah. women. He death threats, you yeah. know, like, even children. Yeah. This guy had threatened to kill his own child, well, you know, like. No, and, and you're yeah. giving him a promotion. Yeah. Area. So I'm sorry, anyone who is at Cameo, just, like, switch cancel it. Well, actually, a lot of people... <laughs> Yeah. A lot of people from Cameo do uh, watch this because they're oh. from Chicago. I'm from Chicago. Yeah, sorry, it's just a trash trash company. I'm sorry. I have no I respect totally for them agree. whatsoever. Yeah, I hate them. So, okay, we've got about a minute left. Uh, I, what are you working on next? Where does life take you from here? And where can our audience connect with you if they want well, to work with well, you? Well, they would connect me on my Instagram yes. account. I'm starting up a TikTok as well. Okay. But I am also working on a new company. And we got also like a very... Interesting collaboration that is coming out very soon. Share that with us. What are you working on? It involves diamonds. So oh. we are making a collaboration with the real LED diamonds. So well, we're having a bracelet coming out very soon. We'll add the link at the end of the show once uh, it's public information. But yeah. um, and what uh, besides the collaboration with the jewelry company, um, are, do you have any co- plans for new content? Do you have any plans? Uh, where do you see your career going from here? More real estate? I mean, yeah. No, I think right now I'm working on a different company. So mm-hmm. I'm starting up my own like cleaning product line okay. and then also I'm trying to I do a lot of speeches right now so oh, I'm booked okay. in yeah and they're yeah. like very good nice speeches in these big conferences so amazing yeah and I really love it I think it's very good opportunity well Pernilla thank you so much for joining us today this has been another episode of Vito Glazers After Dark live from the Soho House in West Hollywood California guys make sure you follow her on Instagram at Pernilla Elizabeth and you can always follow me at Vito Glazers we will see you guys next time 
Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for tuning in to our latest episode of Vito Glazer's After Dark, live from the Soho House in West Hollywood, California. And if you enjoyed tonight's episode and you'd like to know how you can support us, I invite you to check out one of our affiliate partners, Try Carrot. Carrot is an influencer black card. It's the first charge card and credit card that's built around underwriting your social media audience in order to approve you for your credit limit. It's really cool and really innovative financially. And on top of that, the black card gives you access to some amazing events. Like they did a casino night in downtown LA. They do all kinds of influencer support groups and influencer opportunities. So if that's something that you're interested in, if you're an influencer or you're an entrepreneur that is active on social media and you would like to check out a really cool credit card or charge card, uh, I got approved for up to $15,000. You can apply for free at influencerblackcard.com. So again, if you enjoyed the episode tonight and you'd like to learn how you can support us without having to spend any money at all. You can apply for free. I invite you to check out influencerblackcard.com. And if you have any questions about it, feel free to DM me on Instagram at Vito Glazers and I can tell you all about it.